Well, hey, good evening, church family. Happy Monday to you. I hope that uh, you haven't had a tummy ache today. Let me just tell you, if you haven't done this already, the best parent trick in the book, make sure you go through your kid's candy for two reasons. One, you want to check it out, but as you're checking it, you just kind of grab, put whatever you want in your pocket. That's what I do. Anyways, I hope you had a great day yesterday. Uh, I know we did at church. It was awesome. Our pop-up fall festival style was an incredible time. Got to see uh, lots of your faces and some new faces. Had a great time and uh, had some good food. And so I hope that you got uh, lots of candy last night and had a great Monday. And so, hey, we are coming to you tonight. Uh, maybe you're like, what's happening? Why are we, uh, why is something happening at church on, on Monday? If you follow us on social media, you know why. But uh, I wanted to come on tonight. Uh, I was thinking about doing it last night, but I figured everybody would be out with their kids. But um, two weeks ago, so we did a, a series on prayer. Uh, Pastor Jay preached a couple, and then I preached one. And as I was preaching that message, uh, I literally felt like, uh, the Holy Spirit was just leading me to discuss a question, a topic that I feel like many people struggle with, wrestle with, deal with. And I said in my message, in two weeks, we are going to talk about this that I'm about to talk about. Well, in my mind, I didn't realize that in two weeks, it was pop-up church. And we typically don't do an online worship experience when we have pop-up. And so two reasons. I wanted to obviously follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. But secondly, I wanted to be a man of my word. And I felt like God gave me a different message for pop-up church. So here we are. We're closing out our, uh, our prayer series. And I'm going to close out this message uh, with a question. And uh, we're going to dive into God's word. I want to just let you know, I am kind of stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit. This message uh, is more of a teaching type message. And as you know, I like to bounce around like Tigger and, uh, and preach. I believe that there is teaching in preaching, uh, but I believe that you can teach without preaching. And so um, that's what I'm going to do this evening. I'm going to teach from God's word. It's not going to be a full service. It's not going to be a full message. At least I hope not. But uh, my goal is about 20 minutes just to dive into God's word and answer this question. Why does God not answer my prayers? Why does God not answer my prayers? And I feel like there are, there are several, uh, or I guess several more reasons as to why God doesn't answer our prayers than what we're going to talk about tonight. But I want to give you four, four of the, the ones that I feel like are, uh, are some of the bigger ones, some of the main ones, some of the ones that we can immediately start working on, start trusting in, start leaning on. And, uh, and so I'm going to give you those four. Again, doesn't mean that there's, uh, that there's not more. But before we do, I want to ask you another question to kind of set this up. And I'm not going to talk about this question. I'm not going to dive into it. I'm not going to give you any thoughts on it. I literally want to give you a question for you to just chew on, for you to ponder on, for you to think about in your own time and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you uh, the answer to this question, the answer in the context of the specific prayer that you're praying. And we're going to use this handy-dandy TV screen tonight. And so uh, here's the question for you. What if your prayer isn't actually unanswered, but it was answered in a way that you didn't want? So what if you've been praying a prayer that you feel like has been unanswered, but if you actually took time to look at the thing that you were praying for and look at the circumstances, the context around it, maybe it actually has been answered, but it was just answered 
in a way that is different than you expected, different than you wanted, different than you anticipated. And so I'm just going to throw that out there from the beginning, and we're going to jump in to these four things, all right? So here's number one if you're taking notes. God isn't answering your prayer because of the sin in your life. Isn't that a good one to start with, right? Like, we're just going to encourage everybody. But I believe that God doesn't answer some of our prayers because of the sin that is in our life, because of the sin that is in our hearts. God's word says this in Isaiah 1, verse 15. When you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen. For your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Now, I hope our hands aren't literally covered with the blood of innocent victims, but what he's saying here, he's saying that I'm not gonna listen to your prayers because your, your hearts, your lives are filled with unrepentant sin. Another verse in uh, our passage in Psalm 66, this psalmist is writing this. He's saying, come and listen all who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to, cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sin in my life, the, or the sin in my heart, excuse me, the Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw his unfailing love from me. And so the psalmist is saying, listen, I had sin in my heart. I had something that I had to deal with. And I'm thankful that I repented of that. I'm thankful that I got rid of that. And because I did, God, have list, God listened. But if I would not have done that, God would not have listened to me. One more, Isaiah 59 two. It's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and he will not listen anymore. And I know this is kind of a hard one to hear. Like, great start, Brian. Like, you know, like, but I'm like, man, think about what sin actually does. I mean, sin literally separates us from God. And so, so God is not necessarily saying that he's not going to hear the prayers because you sin, right? He sent Jesus Christ to pay for that. But what he's saying is that I'm not going to listen to the prayers of someone who has sin filled in their heart that they're choosing to not repent from. Like, like I'm living a life where I know that I'm doing something wrong. I know that I'm doing something against God, which in turn separates me from God. And he's not going to listen to those types of prayers. And it's like, well, why, why, why would God do that? Why wouldn't he do that? Right? Like, why would he listen to us when we have something in our lives that we know goes against him and we know separates us from him? And so, so I believe that there are, there are lifestyle choices. There are things that we do. There, there are things that are in our heart that we have to repent from in order for God to hear our prayers. And I believe that sometimes we find ourselves praying for things with a heart that is filled with sin and unrepentant sin. And God doesn't hear our prayers and we're asking why. And the answer is very simple. You're asking God, God, will you restore this relationship that I have, but yet your heart is filled with bitterness and anger and hatred towards that person. God, will, will you restore my marriage, but yet you're talking and having an emotional affair with, with another woman. Like the list goes on, but, but we can't expect God to answer a prayer that we're asking from him when we have our heart filled with something that separates us from him. Does that make sense? So, so God, I feel like oftentimes our prayers are not answered because God does not want to answer prayers from someone whose heart is filled with sin. Now, there is a situation or, or a story in the Bible where, where God does actually uh, listen to a prayer. So I can't say that, uh, that it's 
across the board, but I would say for the most part, unless God has a very specific purpose for it, we have to have our hearts right before we come to our Father. We have to have our hearts pure before we come to our Father. And that's why one of the first things I would challenge you to do when you get ready to pray is, is, is you're coming before the Father and you ask for a pure heart. You ask for it. God, I just want you to, to search my heart. Reveal to me any sin that's in my life that I need to repent from. And you repent in that moment and then move forward as you pray and communicate with God. And so God doesn't hear your prayers because of the sin in your life. Number two, God isn't answering your prayer because it's not in his will. God isn't answering your prayer because it's not in his will. A couple of verses here. 1 John 5, 14 And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Matthew 6, 9 and 10. This is the Lord's Prayer. Pastor Jay took us through this in week one. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then one more, James chapter four, verse three. I spoke about this uh, in week two, you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly, wrongly to spend it on your own passions, to spend it on your will and not his. Now, of the four, I believe that this is the hardest because it's, it's challenging, like asking the question, like, how do I know what God's will is, right? And I think there's two dimensions to this. There's, there's this aspect of asking God's, uh, or asking uh, God for something by praying something specific that you absolutely know is completely against God's will, right? Like Pastor Jay talked about that last week. Like you're praying for God to give you a new wife when you have a wife, right? Like, or you're praying for God to, uh, to protect you and not let you get pulled over by a cop when you're driving home drunk, right? Like, uh, are, are you praying to not get caught uh, when you're looking at things that you shouldn't be looking at on a screen. Like there are things that are very obvious that go against God's will and we know that he's not gonna pray those or answer those prayers. I think where it gets challenging is when we are praying something that we truly feel like is God's will, but yet he's not answering it, Like, right? Have, have, you, ever, have you ever prayed something? You ever asked for something that you truly felt like God wanted for you? Or, or, or that you truly, that you knew with everything that you have, that it lined up with scripture? Like it, like it lined up with what God's word says. You felt like it was for you. You felt like it was, it was exactly what God wanted. You're praying, 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 and yet God is not answering those prayers. If I could get personal for just a moment, uh, I know most of you know this, but this is where me and my family are. Like this is where I, I, I have been for the last almost two years probably longer actually, but, but if you don't know, we've been in this adoption process to, to adopt a little girl. And uh, we've been matched with a little girl. We were supposed to get her and then COVID hit, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. And yet here we are, we're still waiting and we still don't have our daughter. And so I've been obviously praying fervently, eagerly, like anxiously, like, God, get me there, get me there, get me there. Just let my daughter come home. Let my daughter come home day after day after day, week after week month after month, now going on year after year. And as I think about this, I, I literally, I look at scripture and I'm like, God, how, how is this not your will? 
Like how this adoption is the heart of who you are. Like you've adopted us into the family. Like you sent Jesus Christ down to earth to be able to call us your children and sons and daughters. Like this is your heart. Not only is your heart for adoption, your heart is for those that are overlooked and those that are vulnerable and those that, that literally have no hope or, or no chance or no shot or no aspect of being rescued or redeemed. Like this is your heart. Like how can you not answer this prayer? And it's so hard. And I, and I look back over, over months and again, even a year, and I think about all the doors that God opened, like all the things that, that God paved to get to be able to adopt. Like, I mean, walking out to the mailbox and having a $1,000 check sitting there or, or get a notification on our PayPal account, somebody else who's sowing a seed into our adoption. Like thousands upon thousands of dollars that God literally just, just blessed us with to be able to make this adoption happen. And I'm like, God, obviously your hand has been in it from the very beginning. Like your hand has been, has been on this. Like, how is this not your will? Why are you not answering my prayer? And I wish I knew the answer to that. I wish I, wish I, I, wish I could explain that to you. And, and I'm gonna, in the third one, I hopefully help it make, uh, kind of connect the dots. But, but here's what I do know. I'm gonna believe and I'm gonna stand and I'm gonna continue to pray as if it is his will until he tells me that it isn't. And, and, and as I'm praying, like, I don't know if it's God's will. I feel like it's his, God's will. Like everything in me says this is God's will, but yet it's not happening. But yet he hasn't made it clear to me that it isn't. And so when you're in that season, when you're in that moment or whatever it may be where, you, where you're praying and you feel like you're in the will of God, but God isn't answering your prayers, you keep praying and you keep believing that it is his will as long as it doesn't go against him, as long as we're not back at number one where your heart is filled with sin, but you keep pushing and pursuing and seeking and praying and believing that it's his will until he tells you otherwise. And it's hard to do, but can I just tell you something? And I remind myself of this often. I want to remind you of this today. God's will is perfect. God's will is beautiful. God's will will be revealed. And God's will is what's best. And it's so hard when we're praying for something over and over and over again. And we feel like it's God's will, but yet God is not really showing us that it is his will. Can I just tell you, his will is best. Whether you get what you've been praying for and what you were praying for is in line with his will, that's awesome. But if it isn't, his will is still best. So God doesn't answer our prayers when our hearts are full of sin. God doesn't answer our prayers when it's not in his will. The third one, God isn't answering your prayer because it's not in his timing. God isn't answering your prayer because it's not in his timing. Let me just remind you, in case you don't know this, 2 Peter 3, 8 and 9. Do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. You know what it means? means God doesn't operate on our timing. Our perspective, our mindset, what we understand about time is completely different than what God does. And then remember this, Ecclesiastes 3.1, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. This is where I believe that my family is right now. I believe that this is God's will for, for the season that we're in in our life. But I believe that God's timing is not yet here. 
And can I just tell you, just because God doesn't, hasn't answered your prayer doesn't mean he's not going to. And we have to trust his timing because his timing is far greater than ours. And, and I'm just, I don't know if this is discouraging or encouraging or somewhere in between. You will never figure out God's timing. Like, like I've looked at everything because I, I often feel like when something's not happening, something's not moving, something's not going on the way that I expected God for it to, 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 to kind of unfold it, I always uh, kind of think that there's something I have to learn there. And most of the time it is, maybe all the times. But just because you learn it doesn't mean you can change God's timing. And so I say all that to say like, I've looked at like, okay, God, how, what, how can I prepare? What can I change? What can I do? What do I need to do? Like, what are the things I need to do to make your timing now? <laughs> and at the end of the day, I'm not in control of that. And at the end of the day, you aren't either. We can't change God's timing, but we have to trust his timing. And so you continue to pray. You continue to pray, standing in faith, believing that, hey, just because he hasn't answered it yet, doesn't mean he's not going to, because his timing is better than ours. So trust his timing. And then the last one, God isn't answering your prayer because he wants to stretch your faith. Check this out, Hebrews eleven six, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. One more, 2 Corinthians 4, 17. For our present troubles are small and they won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Can I tell you something? That season that you're in, when you're praying and you're praying and you're praying, and yet God's not answering, maybe he has you in that place just to stretch your faith, just to help you grow and mature and to produce something in you that far outweighs him just answering the prayer that you want answered when you want answered it, when you want it answered. Like it's impossible to please God without faith. And yet we get in these seasons where literally by nature, when we're praying, like that is a, 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 a byproduct of our faith. Like we're praying, we're having a conversation to God, like we're expressing our faith and our faith begins to grow and our faith begins to stretch. And so when you're in that season, when you're in that time where God's not answering your prayers, ask, how can I be stretched? How can I grow? And, and growing and stretching is not necessarily always pleasant, but, but God does nothing without purpose. God does nothing without order. God does not confuse things. And yet it seems so confusing sometimes because sometimes we're missing out on what God is actually trying to do. And so as you're in that season of praying and God not answering, trust that he's doing something in you that you would not be able to get or, or receive or accomplish if you weren't where you are. And so God he doesn't answer our prayers when our hearts are full of sin. God doesn't answer our prayers when our prayers go against his will. God doesn't answer our prayers when they're against his timing. And God often doesn't answer our prayers so that we can have our faith stretched. I don't know where you are. I don't know what prayers you've been praying. I don't know what aspect of, of this, this perspective that you have of God because he's not responding or at least you feel like he's not. Here's what I do know. First Thess Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. Always be joyful. 
Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, he's telling us right here, be joyful and never stop praying. I don't care if he's not answering your prayers. I don't care if you prayed the same prayer for 10 years. You keep praying and you keep praying and you keep praying and you trust his timing, you trust his will, and you trust that God knows what he's doing because he does. And so church, we have an opportunity to stretch our faith. We have an opportunity to develop our prayer life. We have an opportunity to to cleanse our hearts, to to allow God to, to restore and to renew, to transform and to purify our hearts so that we can come before him with a clean heart and offer our requests and our adoration and our thanksgiving to him. So I wanna challenge you to do so. Before we end, I wanna tell you one last thing. There's a prayer that God will always answer every single time. No matter who prays it, no matter where they pray it, no matter when they pray it, he will never not answer this prayer. And that prayer is a prayer of repentance. It's when someone calls out to God and they're asking God to, to, to he's ask, they're asking God to, to renew their heart, to call upon him as the savior of their life. And they're asking God to, to transform their hearts through repentance. He will always, every single time, answer that prayer. And so maybe you jumped on here, have no idea how you landed on this page. You have no idea why church is happening on Monday, but you're here for a very specific purpose. And you realize that you've never called upon God. You've never offered a prayer of repentance to say, God, I give my heart to you and I want you to renew my heart. And I want to give my life and surrender it over to you because I know that I'm a sinner. I believe that you sent Jesus Christ to die on a cross for me. And this day forward, I want to live for you. And you can trust and believe that he's going to answer that prayer right now in this very moment. I want to pray for you, church. I'm so thankful that you had an opportunity to jump on. Maybe you're not watching it live. Maybe it's not Monday anymore. Maybe you're watching this Thursday or Friday. This message was for you. God, we love you. We thank you so much for who you are. God, we thank you that you do answer our prayers. And God, we ask that you give us boldness. We ask that you give us perseverance and faith and and just strength to endure those times where, where it feels like you're not answering our prayers. God, I pray that you would just remind everybody who is listening that you are not a God who just wants to sit up in heaven and say, ha, 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 I didn't answer that one. Ha, 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 I'm not gonna answer that one but that they see you for who you are, that they understand your character, that you're a good, good father and that you love to give to your children. You love to answer our prayers, but that God, sometimes that you would remind each of us that sometimes our prayers are are just not in line with, with who you are. They're not in line with what you want. They're not in line for the desires and the plans that you have for us. And so you're choosing at this moment to not answer. God, I... I pray that you remind us that sometimes you answer by saying no, by shutting things down and that you would make it very clear to us as we're praying those things and we're asking for a yes, but your answer is no, that you would make it clear that that is not what you have for our lives. God, I pray that you would just uh, rejuvenate and restore and energize and refresh hearts and souls and lives tonight. God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you so much for sending your son Jesus to die on a cross so that we could have eternal life with you. 
God, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, everybody says amen. Hey, I love you guys.